guys. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Riding Through the Ages. I'm Eugene. And I am Eric. And we're going to come back with Kuga, episode 10, entitled Fierceness. It aired April 2nd, 2000. It was written by the same exact person, directed by the same exact person. I think it was directed by a different person. It might have been... Oh, you're right. It was directed by... Yeah, last time it was Ishida something. This time... No, it was. It was. You're right. It was. It was written and directed by the same person. Yeah, it's like almost every time. I think there's there, there's one writer for the whole show, and I think there's like three s- directors. Yeah, I think we had the. Uh, anyways, what was his name? Katsuya. Oh, Katsuya. Okay, so it was directed by Katsuya Watanabe, but it was still written by um, Naruhisa Arakawa, which I think doesn't change. Yeah, for most of the episodes, I think maybe there was one or something. Yeah, one or two. Uh, they might not count him as a writer for like a. Uh, uh, yeah, because I remember one of these episodes, th- this combo was either used on a different series or somebody from a different series wrote a couple episodes on this one. I can't remember which one it was, but uh, I'm thinking it was um, Naruhisa Arakawa. Mm. He wrote Heaven's Tornado. Oh God, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now I gotta go double check my sources. <laughs> he wrote Heaven's Tornado, the two worst episodes of Kamen Rider Double. Let's find the C, right? Uh, yeah, Find the Sea, like, Philip Can't Stand It, and The Dancing Hero, I think the next one was. But yeah, he wrote... <laughs> so, it's just like, either... Yeah, that, there it is, I wrote it. <laughs> so, either uh, he really failed as a writer go- writer going downward, or I think it's just he didn't understand the characters. It could be that, yeah. Like I said, I thought those two episodes were, like, the first really episodes weird. that written yeah. or direct. Anyways, so we are in uh, Kuga. Yeah, Fierceness. Now... The thing about that, um, is it referring to his, like, the way he's changed to fight this thing? I mean, like, the way he's attacking it at the very end of the last episode is a lot different than the way he's been... Uh... Yeah, so, like, the last episode, he was all worried that uh, his sister was worried that all the violence was changing him. Yeah. And, like, at the end of this episode, it looks like it. Totally. I mean, because it's, like, brutal. He's, like, got this guy in a headlock while, you know, going for the kidneys, kneeing him in the... Basically, again, the kidneys, like, elbowing him right near the neck. Yeah, he's elbowing him in the collarbone, knee him in the kidneys, punching him in the side. It's, like, much more efficient as far as uh, not giving the other combatant room to fight back. Yeah, so it's it's very... I mean, we talked about this, how Godai just doesn't get the fact that, like, like, yeah, what he does is affecting other people. Or, uh, or affecting him, mm-hmm. where it's just, you know, the the doctor who knows pretty much everything is just like, uh, this is changing. He's like, no, don't worry about yeah, it. Sh- I, yeah, I'm being turned into a living weapon. That's it's like not going to affect It's like on a me. molecular level. You are not the same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what science. Is, what is that? <laughs> what is science? Um, uh, I mean, he could come out on the end. I mean, I know all the things, but like, it is possible that he's just like he'll he'll uh, will his way through. Uh huh. Because I mean, this is um a superhero show, so will is yeah. I mean, it's intent. It's really integral to his character too. Otherwise, it's like there would be a re- really weird switch all of a sudden. If at the end of the episode, yeah, it's like suddenly he becomes a tragic hero. <laughs> at the end of the show, he's just like <laughs> just just like whatever. I'm, I, I'm all about the death. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he replaced his arm with a hand cannon. You know? <laughs> yeah. He's missing an eye. <laughs> You're missing an eye. Uh, but yeah, so this next episode is Fierceness, and so that might be bringing into account that whole thing. Yeah. Although I do want to point out, uh, I think I said this already to you, but last week when we were doing an episode about Kuga, uh, I made a joke about the guy looking, or the, the villain looking like he came straight out of this manga that I read called Arakawa Under the Bridge. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, Coming to find out the place that he's in right now that they're having this fight is Arakawa. So yeah, it, it kind of I was like, wait, wait a minute, 
Now I'm wondering, did I see that and subconsciously think to it and made the connection, or if it was just a happy coincidence that I didn't notice? So, yeah, I was just looking to see this. Uh, I remembered that this was airing alongside Time Ranger. Oh. And Time Ranger was a very, like, m- more... Dramatic? Yeah, dramatic. Dramery, as I like to say. Dramery. Uh, it's a word see, now. Yeah. You know what it means. It's a word. <laughs> I titled an episode it. <laughs> Dramery. Dramery. Um, uh, but this actually started before that, because uh, Time Ranger is on its eighth episode when this tenth episode started. Okay. Uh, so I don't know what the previous series was. Do you think maybe Time Ranger, like the writers, saw that they're going for a more dramatic thing on on Common Rider? So no, I just think that's just I mean coincidence. Was, Could just be what was popular at the time then. It's the year two thousand. That's how things were. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was the twenty fourth Sentai show or something like mm, that. Yeah. So they could be looking to shake it up. Yeah. Uh, it might be actually that Common Rider is taking his cues from. Uh, Sentai being more mature. Oh, yeah. There's no way to know. It was 20 years ago. (laughs) So the only thing about this episode, um, as far as my thoughts going into it, is I'm wondering how his sister is going to address him the next time she sees him. Mm -hmm. Like, is it going to be... Oh, yeah, it was his birthday, wasn't it? Yeah, or it was her birthday. No, it was his birthday. Was it his birthday? It was his birthday. No, because I kind of feel like he threw her the apron on her birthday, and that's why we were saying that it was kind of jerkish. No, it was his birthday, and he'd forgotten it was his own birthday. Oh, okay. And she came there to spend the day with him, and he threw her the apron to cover his shift while he ran off. Okay, okay. And then she's... I mean, either way, it's still... Yeah, and then she said to him that he better come back because they made plans for that night. Right, right. And then she went back to work. Yeah, so I'm wondering if she's going to have like an outburst of emotion, or if she's just going to calmly tell him how she feels, or if it's going to be one of those silent stare at the person while they're crying thing you know what i'm talking about like yeah most likely he'll just be a jerk and then they'll realize that he was right or something because that's what it seems like right uh, yeah, i don't know <laughs> it, it would totally be a loss if if it's just like he wins just from the just power trust me. of just trust me just, just trust being me. a bigger jerk <laughs> that's pretty much what he tells everybody just trust me like, i got, got it this i got it and it's like it doesn't matter if you got it and she slaps him i don't know that's how i feel <laughs> i don't know yeah, I there's think, a lot of ways this can go while still maintaining a dramatic angle. Yeah. You know, like it, it could even be like she comes out with a gun on a dock in the middle of the night. And <laughs> I don't know which one to shoot. There's only one of me here. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. <laughs> you're having an episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Put the gun down. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, there's this. Um, and like we said, we're watching the official translations now. So we actually get to see what the growing you're saying. Right. Uh, I don't mind. I mean, I've seen it. It's a it. different feel. Yeah. I mean, there's more, there's less mystery, I guess. But, but the Grongi feel like bigger monsters actually now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it'll be interesting because I, I, we haven't gone and completely rewatched them yet. I rewatched the first, I want to say two or three with the subs to where I can read the Grongi, but there's still that whole thing with the guy, like the internal fight between the big dude and the, rhino, the, the rhino and the other guy. Yeah. yeah. Whatever the new group thing is. So I still kind of want to know what the hell's going on there. Uh, yeah, but I'll have to watch those episodes again. Yeah, just gotta wait on my girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, because we started, so now I'm like, okay. Yeah, gotta watch. She said it was pretty cool when yeah. I talked to her. Yeah, she kind of digs it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, now nah, she takes it a lot less seriously. I mean, obviously, I don't take it that serious, but as far as she's cracking jokes like every two seconds, like, yeah, I don't know if, if we would want her on the podcast. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, that would be kind of hard. Maybe down the road. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so we are gonna go watch that. Mm-hmm. And we're back. So, 
the whole title of Ferris Business really didn't apply that much. No, not really. Except for the kids. Yeah, the little kid, I think, <laughs> might be. Yeah. A little psycho. <laughs> um, so it starts out, and we find out that even though it looked like he was all out attacking, the hits were not doing anything. Yeah, totally meanis- meaningless. Uh, the guy was even laughing about it. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's it, the best you can do. Basically, it was like, this is the guy who took out other people? Um. His name was Giga Gee. Yeah. The Silver Slayer. Silver Slayer. Uh, me, uh, Giga Gee. Yeah, that's why I don't use the... Uh, the grungy names. Yeah, the grungy names, because they're nuts. Um, So then uh, he gets thrown off. Uh, Well, actually, he runs backwards, and he slams him into a power box. Yeah. And then he, like, flips him over his shoulder lo- and is about ready to blow him up and kill him. Yeah. Because, I mean, I think he lobs, like, one or two, but, like, behind him. Yeah. And then he's about ready to take him out, and then he, like... Yeah, steam releases from his abdomen. Yeah, I thought they were gills. That's what I thought they were. I thought they were gills this whole time. Um, And he basically says, looks like you're lucky, and then he jumps in the water. Which is true, because I think this is, like, the fourth time that he would have died, but, like, some twist of fate changes yeah. it. Because, like, there was that time with the... uh, uh When he turned blue, mm-hmm. and it was uh, the only thing that stopped him from from being killed by the grungu was literally the wind changing. Yep. And then when he turned green for the first time, I can't remember what caused. There was just something that caused. Because he was uh, the bee sting guy up in the air. Yeah. He was trying to shoot him. But I forgot the reason why he left. I think Ichijo showed up and started shooting, right? Might have been. And then the bat guy flew off or something like that. Yeah. It was something to do. I think it was because he couldn't kill him because he didn't have the bracelet. Maybe, yeah. And oh, so, that's right. Yeah. yeah, and then and then this guy. It's just it's just pure luck. It's like it's it's kind of repetitive in storytelling yeah. aspects. Right. It's that not like you, that you see what your enemy can do, and now you got to learn it to death. You know, it would have almost been better if Yusuke had fallen into the water. Yeah, and that's how he had gotten away. But it wouldn't have worked with this guy because this guy can just jump in the water. Right. But if in one of the other times he had gotten away by falling into the water and getting away that way. I wouldn't have minded it that much. Yeah, but the it's, scrapes. The scrapes would be like close scrapes are interesting when they're actually cl- close scrapes and not just to, you know destiny. Yeah, just not even putting a hand in there, just literally <laughs> coming in and punching. Yeah, <laughs> the Deus Ex Machina just come in and be like, no, 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 no. The bell rang. You got to wait for round two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, yeah. And from last episode, this would be around eleven forty-seven in the in the morning. Yeah, when this is all start, you know, can, ending. I guess would be a little after that. Um. So then it goes to the opening. Yep. And then it goes to, it's about the, because I'd forgotten about this, about the dog. Yeah. It's 114 in Shinagawa, which is where the uh, truck driver, it started the last episode. Yeah. It's, the warehouse. It, it's, the where, it's the base of the grungi mm-hmm. they're at. And if the dog had found them in, Ichijo shows up. And I noticed it. It was oddly quiet because there's like no background music. Mm-hmm. And, um, but they come out and... Basically, the the canine guy says we're waiting for the people with the grenades because they've developed this grenade that I don't even know if it actually works. Yeah, <laughs> we have no idea yet. Yeah. So, um, basically, they've been taking the place out. They have it surrounded. Yeah, they found the body of the driver. Yeah, or it might have been they said they found the body of somebody and they think that it was him. So they were just they're just waiting for basically the the rest of the guys to show up so they can ambush or yeah. go in. So then it goes back to um. Yusuke. Yeah, he's picking his bike up. Um, the handle is falling off, and he puts it back in. At this point, 
I don't realize what it is. No, they showed it when it f- he first got the bike. This is the key to turn on the bike. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's how you turn on the bike is you shove the handle in and turn it. Okay, because later on it looks like it's a straight up a police baton with the Well, it's supposed to be bike both. Grip. But it's like <laughs> it's it's like the key to turn it on and you're also supposed to be able to use it. It's like a multi-purpose okay. thing. Okay. I forgot about it. Totally badass. Yeah. So that's the design of the bike because it's not meant to have like a normal key you turn it because it's meant to be a police bike. Okay, yeah. It's not meant to be like normal. Yeah, so as soon as he turns it on, he gets the police radio saying uh basically hey, we're, we're over. He doesn't get told directly, but here's over the radio that they are staking the place out, and they're kind of surrounded. They're just waiting on the gas. Yes. So he races over. So, um... And then he goes to the Grunky, I believe. Yes, they're all inside, and they're... Um, one of them talks about how... This is how they... They refer to people as Linto. Yeah, Linto. The Linto have us surrounded. So they, yeah. they are aware yeah. that all these people are out there. And I think that the only reason they're not just going out and killing all of them is because it's not part of the game. Yeah, yeah. Only, I mean, only the person who has the game... Is allowed to go kill people. Yeah, the 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 bracelet. Yeah, the bracelet, and then the little like counting thing, and so at one point, even the um, they say that it was they were led here by one of the guys' stench, the like rhino guy. Yeah, they said that. I, I, honestly, I'm not so sure that's the case so much as them just poking fun at him. I think they are. I mean, because he's like he failed miserably, but it's he actually found. But it might have been. But it, they've uh, they followed a scent there. Yeah, and so um. Zion, he goes over there, he grabs the board that they're keeping count on. It's like, let's just crush them all and kill them. And they're like, hey. That's, 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 not, that's not how it works. Yeah, and they're trying to rip the board out of his hand. So but... basically, he wants to just enter into the game so he can go kill them. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, somebody else is playing the game right now. Right. And uh, so. Um... Well, they, she tries to grab the board from his hand. And as they're like tussling over it, they, they basically do the entry as far as they chuck in the smoke grenades. Okay, yeah. And. Um, I was thinking that they were just going to do, a, like, a breach right there, like, smoke, throwing the smoke, enter, like you would if you were a SWAT or something like that. Yeah, because but these aren't these aren't meant to be uh, obscuring. Yeah, yeah. They, it, they actually want them to breathe them in and, and have yeah. some sort of effect. Yeah. So you find out later that they're they're waiting. But um, you see then, them all coughing and stuff. But then before it goes back to uh, Sakuraka in between these, in between them throwing in and them going in. Yeah, she's at her computer, and then she gets a call from a Godai sister. Yeah. Who's like, hey, how's Godai been? And. Uh, Sakura Rocco doesn't really understand how to take the question. She's like, hey, he's, you know, he's been doing good. Yeah. Minori is just wondering. She's like, she feels something's different with Yusuke. Yeah. Uh, I mean, she knows about, uh, she's obviously known Yusuke the longest, um, that he was, before the show, he was totally opposed to all violence. Mm -hmm. But he's, once he gave into that, he was able to get like more powerful. Yeah. And so she's worried that that's changing him to something else. They talked about that in the previous episode. Yeah. And I mean, so she, she doesn't address Sakuraka with any of that. Just kind just of this wondering. weird, awkward question yeah, yeah, that Sakuraka like, doesn't know how to answer. Yeah. So Sakuraka's just earning her check for this episode. Right. Uh, like that one episode, the only time you saw her was when she was sleeping. <laughs> um, and she's just like, yep. And she's like, okay, thanks. And that's basically the phone call. Um, it's really there as a device that you remember, oh, yeah, she's struggling with this right now. Yeah. And also it's a way to... Show that there's been a time mm-hmm. between them throwing in the grenades and then them rushing in. There's right. been a, t- a time break in between. So then it goes to the raid and they rush in. And it's it's empty. It's empty. And they were wondering what's going on. And they're all commenting on the weird uh, uh, decor. Like decor. everything. All the mannequins and like barbed wire and just Little Babies weird. hanging uh, uh, by rope from the ceiling. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like, whoa, this, what's going on But here? they had left the board with the, the counters, the Etch-A-Sketch. That's what that moat was. It was sketch. Oh. The etch-a-sketch. 
I thought it's, I thought uh, Zane took it. No, it's on the ground. Oh, that's right, because there's pictures of it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so um, they, they find out, they go through the back, and they open a door, and they see that there's a tunnel leading out, and that's how they escape. Yes. And at that moment, you hear a dog barking and um, over the radio because the canine unit is basically calling saying, hey, the dog is just ran off. It's caught the scent. It's running off, so they decide to run after. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they chase. See this, uh, the dog obviously far ahead of these puny humans and their <laughs> two legs movement. Uh, he's running. Uh, the rhino guy Zane jumps out from behind, you know, the bushes. <laughs> That's yeah. what they do. And you know, he looks menacing at the dog. The dog's just barking at him. And uh, scene cuts. You hear the dog whelp. Yeah. And then you see I, the the owner, the the dog's owner, the canine trainer or whatever. He runs up with. Uh, oh yeah, he runs up. And there's a pool of blood with the dog's collar there, and he picks it up like Mikado. And that's when uh, uh, <laughs> Ichijo Joe and, and the other the, one. The head do, you, do you know about the website? Um, the head detective and name only. Do you know about the the website? Does the dog die? No, it's a whole website that's devoted to that, so that you can like before you go watch a film, you can go on to it and say, "Does the dog die in this?" Oh, so that way <laughs> you don't end up with. Well, I was gonna name drop, but I don't want to ruin it for somebody else. But you end up watching one of those sad dog movies, yeah, that, that were really uplifting up to that moment, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then it's really sad, <laughs> yeah. Uh, people think I'm a monster because I don't care when animals die in movies. Um. It's because I never had a I've never had a pet in my mm-hmm. entire life. Yeah, so you you can't. Uh, I've never developed that, those emotions. Um, yeah. So I'm just like get another one. Um, but this dog was unique mm-hmm. because he could sn- sniff them out. So the the thing is, is and they said that he was the only dog out of like all of, of them. yeah. There's 50, I think, that they trained. And this uh, is they've the been only training for months and only one of them. And then so they can't use this tool tool again. So they had like because. It would be really easy to find them. Yeah. It was actually, they, they found them very fi- quickly after they tried it out, and now it's gone. It's yeah. It's like, wow, this is really good, and now we can't do it anymore. But, uh, so Godai shows up, you know, obviously too late, as usual. Um, He sees them all standing around this pool of blood, and he's got his face looking like he's really shocked, as if, I don't know, maybe he thought it was a human or something. <laughs> uh, Basically, uh, he knows that they lost. He doesn't know how they okay, lost. He right. knows they lost. Yeah, there we go. Um, So then it goes to... Uh, back to the nursery. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so it's his sister who I guess shows up whenever she wants. Yeah, just whenever she wants to, just shows up no matter what. And like with how many times she leaves and comes back in this day. I mean, it's her day. It's day. her day off. Yeah. So, but the thing is, is like, kid, if you're gonna come into work on your day off, you come into work. I just feel like some other teacher would be like, hey, look, I just need you to not bring your emotional baggage here. <laughs> I can see you're kind of <laughs> tore up about something. Anyway, so the kids are reading a story of Momotaru. Uh, mm-hmm. which is one of those folk tales that I've always thought about getting into, but never really did. Yeah, the peach boy. Uh, sometimes, sometimes it's a story of an elderly couple who ate a peach and are able to conceive after eating a peach. Oh, okay. Either way, I guess it's still <laughs> the, the peach boy, technically. Yeah. Just not. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Momotaro actually is a character in one of the common writers. Yeah, so basically these kids are reading the book aloud, and this other girl is looking for... Uh, a different book. Yeah, I don't know what other... Probably another folktale, but um, she's like, oh, I can't find it. And this little kid, I mean, one of the two little kids from the last episode, uh, one of the two boys anyways, that were pro four Kuga. Yeah, yeah. Pro unidentified life form number four. Only they say they can't really pronounce unidentified. It's like unified or something like that. They just say number four. Uh huh. <laughs> so one of those kids is like, oh, I think uh, what's his face as it's Shuta or something. Yeah. And she's like, 
oh, okay. He's like, okay, I'll go get it for you. And she's like, oh, will you? Yeah. So he walks over to this kid. And he actually says, of course I will because I'm like four. Yeah, I'm like four, which, you know, uh, Minoru is what you said? Minori? Minori. Yeah, Minori perks up to that because like her ear. She's like, huh? Yeah. She sees him go over to the kid who's reading the book at that moment and is like, uh, He's basically like, give me the book because it's the girl's turn now. And well, he puts the he, he like takes the book, kind of puts it aside when the kid walks up. He's just like he's just like, can I have that book? And he's like, no, because yeah, I'm reading it. But it, what's messed up about the scene to me is that it Minori's, escalates incredibly quickly. Well, the the teacher Minori in this case is watching and she's smiling as if this is just cute. Like a little kid <laughs> comes over when another kid is reading and says, "Oh, you're done now." <laughs> Uh, I don't know about other people, but I have no intention of fostering that kind of authority in children at that age. The thing is, is it might be a translation error for like, I I imagine so. It might be like, he's just like, well, can, uh, he might've said it in a way to be like more polite. Yeah. Yeah, More of a request at first. Yeah. Because it definitely wasn't a request later later, on. Later on it, it, it escalated, but at the start of it, it was just like. And then, uh, so yeah, but either way, in my defense, the translation is definitely like, give me that book. Yeah. The kid wants it now. It's like, well, no, I'm reading it. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I like, I would be get pissed off rightfully. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, it basically gets into this, uh, tug of war match where one kid has one side of the book and the other kid has the other side. And, 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 and to her credit at this point, as soon as it's like this, she, yeah. she says, stop. Hey, stop it. And they don't, they just start, then they start hitting each other. Yeah. Well, the kid rips it out of his hand. And so he hits him because he just stole it from it basically. And then the kid hits him back and he said that hurts. So he hits him again. And so the teacher comes over and gets in between them. At which point the other kid takes the book and tries to the kid who bash idolizes him over number the head four. with it. Yeah, the kid that said he's like number four, so he'll get the book for him. He tries to hit this other kid over the head with the book. She, you know, she stops him by getting hit in the arm and like restrains him. Is like I said, that's enough. But it like it it grams in her is like, what is this kid who's just idolizing number four? Right? What is actually going on with Yusuke? Yeah, little psycho. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, so in this way, yeah, she's like, he's getting really violent, and he's teaching violence to kids, yeah. essentially. Kids are monsters already. Yeah. But, um. <laughs> so then he goes to 201 p.m. You know, kids are not angels. You have to teach them to be civilized people. That's yeah. the point of raising a child. It's like poop wherever they want, little goblins just yeah. running around. You just got to... Stealing food off the tables. You got to <laughs> teach them how to be... A, a, you never have to go up to a kid and teach them selfishness. You never have to go to a kid, okay, now what you got to do is you got to run over <laughs> and grab it and say, mine <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're gonna do that anyway yeah that's that's instinctual um so anyways 201 and minato ward and each joe and godai are having a conversation about um the situation that they just left yeah uh uh each joe's filling godai in telling him all the things shows him some pictures of the yeah, scene. A whole bunch of pictures of the crime scene and then he pulls on to like the little etch-a-sketch thing yeah he stops there and he's like it looks like they're counting, counting something counting it's like maybe they're not and it's like interesting um, yeah, he figures a little it's bit. It's obviously out. counting as a tally sheet for Pete's sake. You <laughs> right? just look at it. Yeah, so, I mean, look at it. There's, there's <laughs> clear notches that say numbers. Um, and uh, then uh, Ichijo asks Godai about um, yeah, how to go with unidentified life form twenty one. Yeah, twenty one. And he tells him what happened. He shoots this explosion. He like grabs his shoulder when it happens to like remembering the pain. Talks about how like he can't rush at him in the front because he's got this thing. He hit him in the back. He doesn't feel it. Um, yeah, he basically says that he lucked out, like he was going to finish him off, like he knows he was about to be finished him off. So he's like, you know, he, he has no illusion about where yeah. that was going if all of a sudden he didn't just shoot steam out of a vent in his chest and then jump into the water, yeah. which Ichijo is like, huh, you know, he marks it, you can see. Yeah, and so um, uh, Godai says it might have something to do with the sword. And Ichijo's like, what? It's like, uh, this is what you were talking about in a previous episode yeah. about how uh, uh, 
Sakurako had found out that there was one more form. Right. And it has to do with a sword. Yeah. Um, so he's like, okay. And he's just like, pretty much like, come with me. And then they go off. Yeah. So uh, six minutes later at the Pole Pole, yeah. um, somebody is calling to get an order delivered, I guess. No, it's this lady. She's calling and she's, tr- this is, this is his, it's the joke about how he's, he never listens. He just keeps talking. Yeah. He says, oh no, we're not doing deliveries right now. I'm busy. It's his niece on the phone. Oh, and he's just saying, I'm not. <laughs> she doing- just came out of a train station. She's like trying to say like, I'm here, uncle. And he's just like, no, I'm busy right now. No I can't deliver. Yeah, no deliveries. No deliveries. <laughs> he shuts down the phone. It's his niece. At least she calls him uncle. <laughs> uncle right <laughs> wow but basically he's too involved with watching the tv because he's got like a because he's like all about number four he's got i think he's got a scrapbook or something. yeah he has a scrapbook um and then uh minori calls mm-hmm. and he picks up the phone doing the same thing of like oh no uh uh no deliveries but she gets through and he's just like oh yeah um uh no godai's not here she's yeah. asking where godai is he said probably Go- at the metro station no he said something about them he has to, he had to go to the he yeah the police the, so the, the police metro state yeah mpd yeah so um it goes and what it is is ichijo and godai are having kendo practice yeah six minutes after that conversation um they are in the training hall at the metro pd and ichijo's schooling him on how to sword fight i guess well uh, this is actually brought up in the manga um, this is how you're introduced to Ichijo. He's yeah. win- he's like winning a uh, a police kendo tournament. Yeah. Well, I mean, he, it looked like he was very uh, knowledgeable on the subject. Yeah, he knows what's going on. Um, and Yusuke, it's okay, but he's not very good at it. And uh, he's basically he's just blocking and running away, but mm-hmm. getting hit. And so that's actually what um, uh, Ichijo tells him. It's like you're too focused on defense. You're never gonna win if you're focused on defense. Right. And so at this point, he basically. It cuts, oh, it's, it cuts to the grungy, right? It cuts yeah, to the it cuts to the grungy first. Um, and they're they're sitting around. They're like, "Hey, let's go kill some Lento." And he's like, "Well, we can't because uh, Zane messed up." Basically, they're saying that since we don't have the board now, we can't keep score. Um, but Giga Gi or whatever, the Silver Slayer, the he, guy, he shows just, up like, and he's I'm like, what, "What do I care? I've got this many kills already." And he's showing this bracelet, like I can still keep track. And 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 they're kind of, uh, I think they're like. They smile about it, but I think the bat is angry about it. Yeah, the bat is upset because he's, he's, he was he was wanting to turn. Remember? Yeah, he's upset whenever anybody's doing better. Yeah, but it was the, which is everybody. <laughs> I mean, he was he's already salty about that all the time. But specifically, he was asking to go, and they said no. It's this guy's turn. Yeah, basically. So he got interrupted. Now he's saying, "Oh, I would have gotten all those kills if it wasn't." I mean, he's not saying that, but you can tell. Yeah, he's like, "Oh, you're not better so, than me." So he's. So he's like, "I'm just gonna go." I'm like, you can't stop me. <laughs> and so then it goes back to. Uh, Godai and, and uh, Ichijo. Mm-hmm. And this is where Godai comes up with this great strategy of just getting hit a lot. Yeah, it's like, you just keep attacking me. And Ichijo's like, you can see a disturbed look on his face. Like He's like, he's like hitting him in the head and Godai is just walking step by step and basically just backs him into the wall by like letting him hit him so much and then he just knocks the not he like does a sword pose like knocks the uh the, uh, the fake sword out of his hand and it hits go and hits him on the head and it's just like okay so i hit you a thousand times in the head he hit me in the head once and he's just like so what what did you come up with like he is confused he's like oh i'll just attack without dodging and they're just like i don't think that's a good idea and it's like okay and he's like, he even says he's like do you understand uh what it is you're suggesting it's like do you understand how much damage you could take in the process of yeah landing an attack but uh, yeah, no, he's, yeah. As it is, Godai has his mindset on it. It's the way yep. he does. So, um, Minori comes is coming in. Yeah, she shows up as they're changing. I think. Well, she she's being escorted by um 
the lady police officer who's mm-hmm. always around uh, Ichijo, and she mentions like, so um, how do you know Ichijo? And she's just like, oh, he works, he looks after my brother, and she's like, oh, and like you can tell she's jealous. Yeah, so jealous. <laughs> just like another girl talking to she's him. Just a, she's just such a thirsty woman. And um, so uh, she runs into uh Godai just as he's changing and leaving. Yeah, he walks out the bathroom basically, and uh, she wants to go talk to him. Yeah, so they do that. This is one of the things I was expecting was kind of like a quiet, uh, neither of them really looking at each other, like maybe walking yeah. or, you know, standing back to back. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, Those yeah. scenes where they're like slightly off center, back to back. Yeah. And it's like an intense moment where <laughs> they're facing different directions. That's the key thing. Yeah. Anyway, she's walking ahead of him and, and saying like, so what's the deal? Uh, it's kind of hard to give you any more detail than we've been talking about the last two episodes. Basically like, hey, you're, I feel like you're changing. Yeah. Um. And then uh, she mentioned something about, at first I thought that you had no choice, but it seems like you enjoy it now. Yeah. Sort of like, th- this is, and I'm worried that you, do, you keep doing it will turn you into somebody else. Right. And then it goes to uh, Ichijo and the doctor talking. Yeah, Ichijo's coming out changing, and he's on the phone with- uh, With the research lady. Ino Keda. Yeah. Uh, and she is, uh, she's talking about- um, the substance, the green substance that they've been finding. Yeah, it's like a a fluid of some sort. Yeah, it matches but, his DNA. Or yeah, the, it's a the hi- Silver Slayer's DNA, and it's a high, uh, highly combustible, highly combustible, highly temperaturized fluid that he like produces in his body and then mm-hmm. shoots out. And she says that it's it rises to his body rises to two hundred and eighty degrees Celsius, which um, where's my hair is five hundred and thirty six degrees Fahrenheit. TLDR, it's very, very hot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is like, water boils at 100 degrees. This is almost three times boiling. Mm-hmm. So it's like, this is like things being turned directly into vapor. It's just like... <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> it's I, I know what it is. It's just a number they chose. They yeah, just chose no, a high it, it is just some crap. Uh, but, um, it's like a 600 IQ. It's just a number they chose this high. She Oh, she explains also that that means he must have some sort of uh, way of venting yeah. the heat. And so with the information that he feeds back to her, they realize that maybe they, he uses the water to cool down. Yeah. And so Ichijo makes the connection that the steam releasing and him jumping away was that he was at his boiling point, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and that maybe the the vents are the weak spot yeah um that's what i think the research lady says right yeah i think it's either she says it or he makes the connection i can't remember but uh so it goes back to godai and his sister talking and she's like i just don't understand why you do it or still do it even though it's changing you and he says well why are you a teacher yeah and this goes back to it's all about smiles. Yeah, make people smile is why you do it, and that's why I do it. So, uh, he could have just said, I do it to protect people. Yeah, but no, it says do it to make you smile. And then she hears that, and she turns around, and she just smiles and gives him a thumbs up. Well, he, he gives her a thumbs up first. And then, then he smiles while giving her a thumbs up, and it's a very I, awkward scene. I, I, this is exactly what I said would happen. Godai just being Godai somehow changes people's yeah. deeply held beliefs. Yeah, <laughs> just nonsense. Um, And so... uh. I think at that point, uh, he hears he, he hears the report telling the weakness. Yeah, and and then to, or Ichijo, I think, messages him over the phone. And is like, hey, blah blah blah, go for the abdomen. And then, um, as he uh, then identified twenty one as killing fools. Yeah, He's killing cops. Three fifty seven, basically, just you know the usual cop slaughter. Um, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Godai shows up. 
does um, a very uh, Ichigo jump over a motor a, 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 a car. Mm-hmm. There's no ramp. He just jumps. Right. <laughs> Although I will say, though, to, to reiterate, it's not that I like that he's killing cops. I just like the wanton destruction of oh, you, Kuga yeah, compared you, you, to the rest of these. You like it when, when the monsters are just killing people, when the monsters are monstrous. Right, exactly. <laughs> and so... Uh, yeah, he, but the, he does it. It's his, his signature bike attack where he hits you in the upper chest with his bike wheel. Yeah. It's like, man, he's got some strong forearms if he's popping willies that... <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, then he gets off and he transforms, and this is this is Titanfall. Yeah, you see him go straight purple. I was yeah. like, "Oh, purple!" And sure yes, enough, yes, the jewel is purple, and it's it's kind of a silvery, like uh, more armory. And then the there's like pauldrons yeah. on the shoulder, yeah, more and armored. And it's also he he pulls the bike key baton thing out. That's yeah. what he uses as the handle that creates a sword. It's much like any pole shaped thing will make the and staff. W- when he's in Pegasus form, he used Ichigo's Ichijo's gun. Yeah, yeah. So in and this case he uses just yeah this, which i think is fitting i mean yeah. he's always going to have it yeah um it has kind of a hilt itself um uh Fies actually uses like a beam saber and oh. he actually pulls it out of his motorcycles exactly like this okay uh, it's That's a light cool. sa- it's a lightsaber but he just pulls it out of the handle anyways so uh and then uh 21 just starts shooting at him with his blast and at first, there's the the traditional thing where like they're shooting off to the side and they're blowing up beside him, and then just one hits him straight on. Yeah, and he just keeps walking. Yeah. So I wonder if the trigger for this form is that you just no matter what, I'm just no gonna fear, slowly walk. No pain. Yeah. Never turn around <laughs> when you see any, cool guys. Do not look at explosions. Yeah. <laughs> so rule number did, one. So it's just like him running. He's just walking forward, and then him. Shoot, the guy shooting him a bunch. Yeah, just absorbing the attacks like nothing happened. And then he 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 walks up and he in no special move really. He yeah. just stabs him with the sword. Yeah, you find out the real name of this form, one stab man. <laughs> yeah, and he just stabs him and then the guy blows up. Yeah, just don't do don't get like attacks mean nothing to you and you stab them once and they blow up. And that, that's the end of the episode. Yeah, it just ends with that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so there is one thing that's happening <laughs> while he's doing this slow motion walking. Um, because it starts off with this epic battle music of him showing up and arriving, and it while this epic battle music's going on, it switches over to his sister, uh, just laughing oh, yeah, and playing I with the kids, about that. like she's having her own epic battle starting. <laughs> yeah, because the kids are running towards her in in slow motion, and this like, and then it goes back and forth, and then she is singing like a nursery rhyme with them while he is like getting blown up and stuff, trying to draw the parallel of this is this is why we do our things. Yeah, this is how we make them smile and whatnot. Yeah. So, so ridiculous the 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 crossover of it. Uh-huh. Just, I mean, that's what bring. That's my suck for this one. <laughs> I, I've got a lot to say about it. Uh, yeah. So that so that brings us to our uh, our suck. Yeah. The, the the just the nonsense there. I'm I hate to say it, uh, Yusuke. I hate to say it, but what you do is not putting a smile on anyone's <laughs> face when you arrive to what is essentially a war zone with dead bodies and like people who just saw their comrades die, maybe pulling them off hopefully that they live or somebody picking up their arm not knowing what's going on you know probably disoriented from being exploded they're not smiling <laughs> yeah nobody's smiling like nobody's having a laugh <laughs> and when he's having his fight nobody's in the background they're all gone because uh, there's explosions going on and then to, it's like how bizarre that you would correlate having a nursery rhyme with a kid to you know m- murder and like i said wanton destruction yeah uh the two things don't like go hand in hand 
if he would have said just something protect, al- right. something along the lines is like I do it so that people can have smiles. Yeah. See, it's it would be not different. To, yeah, not to put people. He's not putting smiles on everybody. He's making it so they can by like keeping them from being killed. Right. But yeah, it's the. I mean, it leads to smiles. So fair yeah. enough. You know. Uh, it's just like with the way he said it. It just. I know he's. It. This isn't what he did. Okay. I want to start by saying that. It. It just feels like he was manipulating his sister into just being okay with That's it. That's my suck. Is like her. His sister just being like. Oh, okay. You yeah, give cool. me. You give me two words, and I will just throw out all my worries and like my core beliefs yeah. and everything all that it is to me because we're good now. We're good because you said you want to make people smile. Okay, uh, now yeah, I understand. You, you want to make people smile? Give me a thumbs up. We're good. Just go on and go yeah. out into the violence. Yeah, it just feels <laughs> so manipulative, which I don't think that was the case. At least, definitely not his intention. But that's how it feels like it resolved with her just being like, "Oh, I got my trigger word for the day, and now I'm good. Yeah, I can go like, to sleep." It now. doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, so her turnaround, which I'm fine with her having a turnaround, but it doesn't feel earned. Yeah, it was not earned. It wasn't earned because the whole two episodes was going towards one way. Yeah, and then two words turns her yeah, 180. That's like like it, with um with Ichijo and with Sakurako, those like turnarounds were earned. Yeah, it took results. Um, like because also they were like they were conflicted at it i don't think she was conflicted i think but most almost all of it it was like no yeah. you shouldn't be doing yeah, this. i don't agree with this yeah yeah but they were like convicted uh, they were conflicted yeah because i mean each joe it's like um it's my job it's my duty but he's getting results yeah um sakurako is like he's the only one that can do this but he's in danger do you I, know? do i help him hurt himself but if i don't he'll get hurt worse right that, that was the thing yeah well, with with her, she's right because he is changing into a different person. Yeah, it's uh, uh, absolutely on even on a molecular level, and he is different when he's transformed. Mm-hmm. He's not Godai when yeah, he's, he's trans- not happy go lucky. No, he's 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 violent murder machine yeah. when, he's, <laughs> when he's transformed, and so and she also sees like how this example is doing for like yeah, the, the kids. kids. Yeah, and even if the kids are taking it the wrong way. That should still affect her more than it seems. Yeah, it to. should have. That should have been a moment where there's now no going back until there's like a bigger pushback from him than just being like, "Oh, hey, yeah, for the smiles, you know." Uh, it's, I'm good. I'm good. What it's exactly like you teaching children, don't you know? You know? <laughs> yeah, it's it's just like it's not. It's not. It's not good. <laughs> and like, yeah, okay, I would have. This was the end result, no matter what. Yeah. Um, it's just the way they got to it was too too forward. Like. One thing that would have changed the whole thing, right, is if the conflict between the kids had turned out well. Yeah, yeah. Like, if they at least showed in that episode the kid apologizing. Well, no, even if, if like, the example of four had been a positive influence. Right, rather than a completely negative one involving. Yeah, because all she had been getting the entire time was negative, uh, that her, her, her negative view was right. Yeah, negative stimuli everywhere. Yeah. So if those kids, if, like, he's, he's, like, if the kid had pretended to be number four, and instead of, like, stealing a book from a kid, he had stopped another kid from picking on someone else. Yeah. Because he's, like, I'm stopping you, like, number four stops, stops bullies and right. things like that. That would have been great. Rather than use force to get what you want. Yeah. <laughs> or just, you know. So it's just it doesn't it didn't feel good it no. didn't it did not make me feel good it, 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 yeah <laughs> it was it was a fail in the conversion of of her mm-hmm. and so it was just like and then then it tries to like draw the parallel of, of like they're both very difficult jobs yeah I'm not saying that like yeah I'm not saying that you that, know. that but they're different yeah teaching's a peach it's just yeah it's not 
It's not being a soldier. Yeah, you're actually guiding somebody's <laughs> future and helping them grow versus, you know. It's 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 a verse it's um a teacher is about building up and uh, a soldier isn't actually about like tearing down. It's about stopping things from being tearing down. Yeah. Uh how that actually applies, that's a different thing entirely, but it's about uh protecting versus building. Yeah. They're not the same thing. No. And <laughs> it's just like Yeah. No. I mean sh- <laughs> yeah it um i guess what i'm trying to say is that the of the adjectives you can use to describe war or the reactions to war smiles is not are not the top of the list <laughs> yes no uh if he would have even said hope yeah hope i could have bought that yeah something else that you can correlate to teaching not smiles it's too it, simple yeah way too simple i mean we already saw in the uh zero one movie how just saying smiles does not work out well no No. yeah so uh yeah that was my uh what was your segoy my segoy is the suit totally sweet honestly if the color scheme swapped between this one and strong form or mighty form mighty yeah mighty it would probably i think be everyone's favorite but that sword looks so cool yeah the sword is pretty sweet like totally awesome purple is my least favorite color or i'd probably there's probably other colors i hate more that i don't even know the names of but of the big ones yeah of the big colors can't stand it um but this looks sweet yeah it's at least the kind of purple that i would like yeah um and yeah, the armor just looks really sweet. The sword is just amazing. Yeah. Uh, I like the way, I mean, obviously the introduction of this episode wasn't as cool as some of the others uh, because it was, you know, slow walking and then rah, one step through the gut. Uh, out of the weapons, the sword is definitely the coolest of the design. The mm-hmm. gun is kind of, eh, it's a crossbow looking thing. Yeah. Uh, the the pole is just a pole, Yeah. you know. Uh, but also you can see the design aesthetic through all of them. They're similar. Mm-hmm. Like they they're all from the same source. Right. Uh, but yeah, the sword actually also looks the only one like a real weapon. Yeah, true, <laughs> true. Because the because even the staff has some weird like hilt guard thing that's yeah. very awkward. The sword looks like something you'd actually see, mm-hmm. and it has like a cool like extending effect to it. Right. Yeah. So th- that is pretty sweet. And I'm wondering if that is because it's the baton, or if that's the way the sword's always, no matter what sword you pick up. Probably that's the way the sword is. Yeah. Because the, the pole and the uh, the gun. Um, my favorite part is the actually the introduction of Titan, how Titan worked. I liked it when he was just walking through because I like the effect of usually when this happens, it's just explosions left and right of the play- person, and it's just like, well, nothing's hitting them. But this one was like full yeah, on hitting, hitting him. him, yeah. And he's like the final one. He blocked with his hand and then like did the stab. And I kind of, I've complained about like not having a finishing move, but this one was cool that it was that because the way it was because the one I complained about was uh um. The pole. Yeah. Because it kind of looked like it just poked him. Yeah. Like, he was impaled. Yeah, and you're like, is straight through. You can see yeah, that he was ran you, through. You don't need a finishing move if you impaled somebody. Yeah, the, the guy is skewered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's done. <laughs> He's me giga me kebab. Yeah, me giga Try to say that real fast <laughs> ten times. Can't say it once. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, this, this episode was kind of, there felt like there should have been more to it. Probably. Yeah. Like, because there wasn't even it wasn't even like they filled it out with fighting, mm. but it felt like a lot of like there could have been like, like we said there could have been so much more that would have built the the yeah the, the, the change yeah I that's the that kind of does put a, a rain cloud over the episode for me 
otherwise I thought it was cool. I liked the episode. I feel like they could have waited a couple more episodes to resolve that. Yeah. Like just leave that tension hanging, resolve it later, and then it would have been better. Yeah. It's like it's these aren't two part episodes. You don't have to resolve everything. You're already writing it like a drama where things carry over. Yeah. Leave things in the air. That's kind of the two or three episodes later. We could have been going back and forth to her doing different things. And that's one of the strong points of a drama format is that an answer might not happen until the very end of the season right you know you could have you could go the entire series without knowing you know any you know basic question or like oh where did the person disappear to or just whatever you know dramatic crap you want to throw in um but they're even though it's still a drama format they're resolving things as if it's your typical 30 minute episodic yeah um the only thing regular common writer show so the only thing that we know at the end of this uh uh 30 minutes that's changed is he's got a new form and they've learned a little bit more about the Gronky. Yeah. And oh, and uh, the Rhino guy is not with the group at the moment. No, yeah, that's right. He he broke off because he wants to go kill people. Yeah, you gotta follow your passion, man. Yeah, you gotta don't stifle his dreams. Yeah, <laughs> starts with the dog though. Yeah, that's where people draw the line. Killing people, no big deal. But when you start killing animals, yeah, it's on. I wonder <laughs> if we're gonna see more of the uh, the canine trainer. He's or ever if they're show. just gonna leave it with him clutching the bloody collar, <laughs> you know. It's the end. Is that the end of it for him, or is he gonna come back like, no, now I'm gonna train three times the dogs? And... <laughs> yeah, that's. I kind of like it that it's like they're not scared of that. They're not scared to kill a dog because mm-hmm. it's like it's it's a it's a visceral. It, they're trying to be a visceral, bl- brutal show, mm-hmm. like a real, like a raw show, sort of. Yeah. Um. I mean, because the closest to that would be killing a kid, which I don't know if they're gonna go that far. Mm-hmm. At least, uh, the, in the way that they did with that, they had a lot of a kid thinking about suicide that one episode. Right. They're making <laughs> the tr- they're pulling on that heartstring for sure. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sometimes you, you seem to. Forget, I always forget that. Like, oh yeah, this is a kid show. Yeah. <laughs> um, because it's like it's getting away with more than like daytime television ever would. Yeah. But uh, so did this change Kuga at all for you? You know, I. It's, the thing is, is like people probably hate us saying this, but it's like the thing that's keeping Kuga back is Yusuke. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no. By okay, the suit and the rider. Like it, the his suit version by itself would probably be one of my top three. Easy, yeah. yeah. Um, the the series I like it a lot, but the protagonist it's like I have I have Arto, who's the exact same guy but with more depth. Yeah, and less at the very least when he comes to a conclusion, it's not always just trust me and here's a thumbs up. Yeah, you know there might be actual like substance to the words that he says or mm-hmm. the things that his feelings are actual feelings. Yeah, <laughs> um, he's less of a jerk. But, I mean, there's still a lot of good things about Godai mm-hmm. that I like. It's just now I have to ask myself, like, I like him as a character, but do I like him as a writer? Yeah, it's like, do do I like you more than Hongo? At the same time, Hongo did almost nothing this week. So that's basically it. I'm asking myself, do I like Kuga more this week than I liked Ichigo? Uh, I like the suit a lot more. Yeah. And so that, that gives me the yes. But at the same time, I really hated that scene with his sister. Yeah. Which brings me back down to a no. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I don't know. I feel like I want to bump him up just because of the suit, knowing that he'll probably bump back down next week. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, because you know that they're because there's not going to have a Hongo in the next episode. They're gonna, uh, of of seventy one. They're going to have like some weird thing that's going to just be like, oh, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you almost you almost want to raise him up out of pity. Yeah, that's kind point. of what it feels like. I want to bump him up once because I like the suit a lot and. um you know, I like that he at least came to the conclusion that you can't always defend yourself. Sometimes you just have to get hurt to mm-hmm. do damage. It's like a very key thing of any martial art is that uh, 
you, you're really not going to be successful unless you're willing to take a punch every now and then. Best defense is sometimes a good offense. There's no such thing as a clean knife fight. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's getting stabbed. <laughs> yeah. Nobody wins with the head, but you know that philosophy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the execution was obviously on point. Uh, I like that he was willing to accept training. That was an, another thing that brought him down for me earlier a couple weeks ago, I want to say, was uh, he was spending his time learning to crochet or some crap, and I'm like, when you should be out there taking lessons. Yeah. And so to see him actually with Ichijo in the training center, at least... Willing to improve. He's willing to improve. So for that, he'll earn a bump up on the list for now. Yeah. Uh, the question is, can he hold it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh the next episode is a pretty good episode, if I remember correctly. Yeah, willingness to improve is really what separates him from, uh, you know, the, my ideal character to what he has been, anyway. Well, yeah, I mean, it's hard. Uh, Ichigo can't improve because he's perfect. Yeah, security. It, I mean, he's already the man. He's already amazing. It's just like, how can you stop that? I mean, that hair alone. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't in style. <laughs> he's like, it doesn't matter how many people he fights, he's still ready for a swinger party. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Got a cocktail in one hand. <laughs> he does look like a person that always has a cocktail. It's always, it's a cup of coffee, but it's usually like he's got a drink. Right. He's always got a drink. <laughs> Reading the newspaper always, you know. <laughs> so uh, the next episode of Kuga is titled Promise. 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 And, yep, it's written with the kanji for promise and east. Because mm. <laughs> the word promise needs promise plus something else to mean promise. Oh, like. It probably means something to do with, I don't know. <laughs> I just know what the kanji mean. I don't know what the the, uh, the etymology of the word actually is. Right. <laughs> so the next n- episode of the podcast. The next episode of the podcast, oh, yeah, is uh, episode 10 of Double. Oh, that's right. And that two-parter. The S-Terror slash The Great Detective's Daughter. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's finally a couple of episodes about Akiko that you were wanting like way back in like episode five and six. Yep. <laughs> Because there was, there was uh, Shotaro episodes, Phil episodes, and then random little girl. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, that means it's going to be Akiko. No, shut down. <laughs> You're like, girl, hey, this got to be Akiko. No, it's so wrong. <laughs> I feel like we're alienating uh, Kuga fans because they don't remember watching it. Well, the, the thing is, I want to point out, okay, I do like it. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like we like the show. And I feel like I will eventually get over the little bit. Okay, like, for example, I had no problem with Godai when I started it. Now I'm kind of having a problem with them. But I feel like eventually I'll be like, you know what? I do kind of just like his stubbornness, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Just, I don't feel that way right now. Um. Yeah, like, like he's a good character. Yeah. I mean, because the thing is, like, right now it's – he. he has a very direct comparison with Zero One as far as there. Yeah. And the thing is that Zero One is basically Godai, but with uh, what I like about a character, which is willingness to improve. Yeah. So then now that I have that in this character, I'm looking back at this guy. With, it's like, well, what did I actually, what about you do I like the most? Yeah, I mean, we're obviously comparing them in ways they were never meant to compare. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that's, I feel like he's getting a bad rap from me. So admittedly, because I'm getting what I like from his character from somebody else who yeah. does other things that I like. And so I need to find that one thing that Godai has that I can connect, reconnect with anyways, not just connect with, but reconnect with and then enjoy him in his own way. So this this actually happened. People probably hate this. So at the same time that 
Sherlock, the show Sherlock, the British, the BBC show Sherlock was going mm-hmm. on. There was the American version of Sherlock Holmes called Elementary. Yeah, exactly. Now, I am probably in the very, very minority that I like Elementary better. I also like Elementary. Because it's, it, but for the reason why is it's because it's the parts of the character that I like mm-hmm. better, more. And the parts of the character are, is the broken Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. The fact that because he's so smart, he cannot function properly. Right. Like, the BBC Sherlock was just a suave jerk. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, that's just it. Because it, it, like when you have what you want from the one uh, iteration, the other version, all you can see is the negatives yeah. that stand out. Yeah. You know? Um, so that's how I feel it is really for me. In the yeah. That's Arto the same Godai thing. combination there. Like if you didn't have Arto, you'd probably like Godai a lot more. Yes. I mean, that's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. Like if he, with the absence of him and I was comparing him to everyone else, I would love Godai because he is different from... Uh, you know, Philip and, and Shotaro is different from Hongo, yeah. and they all have their own thing that's really good. But yeah, so this, they're kind of button heads, and one's winning. Yeah. Um, obviously, they've had many years to perfect what they do now, so it's kind of not really a fair comparison. Uh, I mean, it's just... they sort of have, but they're also kind of just like starting over. Mm-hmm. So they're kind of learning. But like I said, if this was, if these characters were like just in a non common writer drama, yeah. Um, Godai wouldn't be my favorite character, obviously. It would have been Ichijo. Yeah. But, um, I think Godai would have would fare fav- more favorably as a character if he wasn't a common rider. Yeah, I mean, because the the other thing is, if you look at him as if let's say he, the common rider was never anything. Yeah. Okay. Let's say this isn't even an action or shonen inspired uh, drama. Let's just say this was like a relationship drama. Is this the guy you want to see win in the girl? I mean, <laughs> no. <laughs> You're like he's the abusive boyfriend. I mean, he's not abusive, but he's that boyfriend that doesn't really respect that he has a great woman, and the next thing you know, she's going off with some other guy. Yeah. Uh, that's I I love him, but that's the way it is. Yeah, he's got work necessary work to become a better person. Uh, yeah. So there's some things that uh I know in pre- next episodes. I think the next one and a couple more. He he does get better. Yeah. But yeah, also just analyzing it when you're just watching. Yeah, Godai, we're like putting way too much thought. In when this. you're just watching Godai <laughs> doing cool stuff, you're like, yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, dude, just kicks ass. But, <laughs> yeah. Then you start thinking, it's like, wow, that was a really jerky thing <laughs> to do. You're like, did he just like equate? Being a soldier to a teacher? Yeah. Just becoming a, you put so many adult concepts on a child show, and suddenly it's like, wow, SpongeBob is yeah, it's this like, is not what I thought it was when I yeah. was stoned. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, uh, yeah. So, like I said, I liked it when I first watched it, and I still like the show. Yeah, no, I still dig it. Don't get me wrong. I, I do like the drama. Um, I mean, obviously, at some points, there's a negative to that, but it's... It's definitely a different pace. It's a different show from everything else. It separates itself as far as the other three I'm watching. If I if I had to judge the four shows we're watching right now, it would be last. Yeah. Well, that's yeah because it's it's the least like a common writer show. Yeah. Well, I mean, I that yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I like it. It wouldn't be my last. I actually don't know what my last would be. Don't make me do that. I don't want to listen. <laughs> yeah. Not right. Like, now. Well, it'd be probably be like your original after all these crap two episodes we just had. Yeah. I, I mean, it, like that. That also just for you probably because I've had longer to fit to develop my mm-hmm. common writer quote unquote identity. Um, for you, it like changes probably every week. You know. Yeah. I mean, I mean, probably it's probably like the last episode you just saw was the best episode you ever saw because it's like they're yeah, so fresh. you never know. I mean, yeah, common when, common writer doesn't mean anything to me on a deeper level at this point. I mean, like, it was the same thing when I was uh when Doctor Who came back. Yeah, because there's always like you have your preconceptions of what Doctor Who is. We have everybody has a favorite Doctor, right? And the funny thing is, like, I'll say I'll say my favorite Doctor, and people are just like, uh, the the they'll like instead of saying, well, that's not mine, they'll be like, no, that one's not good because this one is better. I'm like, 
they're just they're different and they're, they're all good in their own way yeah i prefer i prefer the fifth and sixth doctor even though everybody hates the sixth doctor and the supplemental material great stuff um <laughs> it's like if i had to make an equation you have to be deep into both lores to get this comparison mm. but if i had to make a comparison the sixth doctor is a lot like boba fett uh-huh. okay in the actual source material Boba Fett does crap. Oh, well, yeah, he does very little. Yeah, he he does like, he's given Han Solo, and then he falls into the starlight. That's yeah. Boba Fett. That, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. In the expanded universe, he does all these really cool, amazing things, and he's like yeah. a cool character. He actually earns his spot as yeah. the most notorious bounty in, hunter. Uh, in Doctor Who, the sixth Doctor was not portrayed very well in the show, and um, actually caused the show to go on hiatus, and then the next Doctor was the last Doctor before they like were out for like a long time. Mm. But in the supplemental books and in the audio dramas that are played by the audio dramas, actually have the actors come back and do the, okay. the reprise their roles. Like he is amazing, and he's got like all these cool characters and all these cool designs, and they like, fix all these plot holes. It's amazing. Okay. Yeah, it's just better. There's actually more stories, more audio dramas with that Doctor than there were shows. Wow. Because there's a new one. There's like. They alternate the different doctors, but there's a new one coming out every month, and they've been doing it for like ten years. Okay, wow. So they they're like completely expanding the universe and doing all this stuff, and it's it's just it's awesome. But but like I said, this isn't a podcast about geeking out about Doctor Who though. But <laughs> it's it we're, we're under the fanboy opinion of True. banner. Yeah, we can do whatever we want. <laughs> doctor, do, the sixth Doctor is is equal to Boba Fett. On our next episode of the podcast, <laughs> our next the episode, seventh Doctor. <laughs> And Which, Wyatt been on uh, extended hiatus. Uh, you've seen the Seventh Doctor in shows. He played uh, Radagast the Brown, same actor. Oh yeah, <laughs> in the uh, Hobbit movies. Yeah, the Hobbit movies. Yeah, Sylvester McCoy played Radagast the Brown. Anyways, that will do us for Common Rider. Yep. Because I could talk about these other things also forever. Yeah. <laughs> Be here for the rest of the night. <laughs> and that's the end of the episode, guys. We'd love to hear your thoughts on Twitter at fanboy underscore opinion, or you can email us at fanboyopinion at gmail. You can always find additional information on our website, fanboyopinion.com. If you're having trouble finding our podcast or just want it on the podcatcher of your choice, be sure to let us know. And please rate and review us whenever possible. It really helps out. Anyway, we're going to head out. I'm Eugene. And I'm Eric. And we'll see you all next time.